We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have the Detroit Lions going against the Washington football team. We're going to break down the Washington football team's roster and offensive defense, and we have our bold predictions and scoring predictions on episode 141 of the Pride Podcast. To the Pride Podcast episode 141 on the Blue Warrior Network. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by Bet Online AG and Indeed.com. I am your host, Tyler, joined by my two guys as always, Malcolm and Pierre. How you boys doing on this nice Thursday night? Breaking down the Detroit Lions game versus the Washington football team at Ford Fields. How you boys feeling? Malcolm is giving me the biggest dead eye right now. He is not feeling it right now. Oh my. I can't see Pierre, but I'm assuming it's the same thing. I'm excited. Lions football is back this Sunday. How you boys feeling? Woo! <laughs> I'm doing a lot better. I had a rough week last week. This week's been good to me, so it's been a little better. Um, let's let's get going. I can't I can't rely. I can't rely. Tyler just Tyler just pumped me up. Let's just go. now Tyler, Tyler pumped me up just now. That that was that was like one of those pregame. Drew Brees, Drew Brees, like pregame hype, like, like just hyping up the team, bro. That's what he just did to me just now. I feel I take that as a compliment. At least he didn't compare me to like Jameis Winston, like doing the W speech. Like the w? I, I'll take a Drew Brees. <laughs> Drew Brees is good, you know. Yeah, pretty good yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. That, that was a good job, man. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right, let's do our regular injury report. 
we always do this. Uh, we'll start off with the Detroit Lions report. Pierre, you want to go ahead and read off the Detroit Lions injury report? Uh, sure. So I'm just going to read off Thursday's practice, and this is really long, guys, so just bear with me here. Uh, Kenny Galladay, hip, no practice. TJ Hawkinson, toe, no practice. He practiced on Wednesday, so it looks like he got hurt today or end of yesterday. Now we're getting to the limited. We got Jamal Agnew with the ribs, Joe Dahl with the back, Jerry Davis with the knee, Christian Jones knee, Jaron Curse ankle, Big V foot, and Nick Williams uh, shoulder. Now we go with the full injuries. We got Mike Ford hip. Epson Griffin wasn't injury-related. He practiced. Jeff Okuda with the ankle and groin. Matthew Savard with the neck. And Tracy Walker with the foot. Those are the full in, uh, participants. That's it, guys. So uh, I'd say maybe the ones to monitor are Hawkinson. Probably just Hawkinson. I think everyone else probably is good to go. And obviously Kenny G, which is looking like he's just going to miss he's the not, game. Yeah, he's not going to practice Yeah, I think Hawkinson, because he didn't practice today. He practiced yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're recording on a Thursday, by the way. So... I'd say Hawkinson, and then also to monitor any setbacks as well, because these guys, I mean, so it's a lengthy injury report. All right. Um, I'm going to do the Washington football team. I almost said the Redskins, but the Washington football team injury report, starting off with quarterback Kyle Allen. He de- is dealing with a gruesome ankle injury that he got during the Giants game last week. He has not participated the last two weeks, and I'm surprised he's not even on IR. Yeah, that's a little odd, but okay. Thomas David. Veteran linebacker is not is non injury related, but hasn't practiced the last couple days. Running back Antonio Gibson, rookie out of Memphis, he's been impressed for them. He was dealing with a shoulder injury. He didn't practice Wednesday, but he's a full participant full participant on Thursday, so I expect him to play. Dontrell Inman, the veteran wide receiver, is dealing with the hamstring. He didn't participate on Wednesday. He participated limited on Thursday. Wide receiver Jeff Baddett is dealing also with the hamstring. He was a full participant on Thursday, limited on Wednesday. Uh, tackle Jerron Christian Sr. is dealing with the knee injury. He did not. He was limited on Wednesday and did not practice on Thursday, so monitor that going into the game. Kicker Dustin Hopkins is dealing with the right groin injury. He was limited Wednesday and limited on Thursday. And then linebacker Jared Norris is dealing with the hamstring. He was not listed on Wednesday, but he was limited on Thursday. So... That is the Washington football team injury report. And if you guys were wondering, the quarterback this week will probably be, yes, Alex Smith for the injured Kyle Allen now. So that is the injury report for the Detroit Lions and the Washington football team sponsored by Indeed.com. All right. Pierre, you want to go ahead and read off this Washington football team's offense, and then we'll get into game planning for how this Lions defense could stop this Washington football team offense. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Alex Smith, he's he's going to be a starter. He has a TD and three picks. I mean, just what's crazy about it, Simon has said, it's just crazy that he's playing. So shout out to that guy. Um, he's backed up by Haskins. And then the rookie running back, Antonio Gibson, he's averaging 4.3 yards a carry. And then they obviously have J.D. McKissick out of the backfield. Their wideouts, Terry McLaurin, um, he's like their only good receiver, really. The other guys are straight. Other guys are uh, Cam Sims and Isaiah Sims. But Dontrell Inman might play this week. I'm not sure. So he's another guy to look out for. Their tight ends are not that good. They got Logan Thomas after that. They got Jeremy Sprinkle and Tameric Hemingway. Logan Thomas is like the only guy to be weary of. The other guys each have one reception only. So uh, Their left tackle with Christian Au. It's actually Cornelius Lucas, former Lion. Um, he's actually played well in his limited snaps. Uh, their left guard, West. Wes Weiser, 
I don't know how to pronounce it. He's a decent guard. Their center, Chase Rulier, he's also a solid center. Um, Brandon Sheriff, he's a really good guard. And then right tackle Moses, really good right tackle. These guys haven't really allowed that many sacks. Um, and then that's, that's their offense. Okay. So I'll start off with Malcolm on this one. You are the offensive – or you're the defensive guru. You're a better defensive guru than the guy with the beard and the guy with the beard oils, as you like to refer to him as. What defensive game plan should the Lions have going to the Sunday versus the Washington football team at Ford Field? What I think the Lions going to do or what I think they should do? Let's what do they both. should do. Let's, let's do both. What they should do and then what you think they'll do after. Man, uh, I think they're going to do the same thing. No, 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 I said the other way around. I said oh, I want to know what you, uh, bad, what you think bad, they're going to do and then we'll get into the <laughs> negative stuff and what you think uh, I mean, I mean, Alex Smith is a, he's a veteran quarterback. I mean, he's seen it all, but he doesn't have a b- really big arm. So, I mean, if the if the Lions could contain Gibson, stop the run, I think they'll be I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine if if as long as Gibson, as far as, doesn't break out and do nothing crazy. Like he does something that we haven't seen before. Like, I mean, he he's been solid, but he hasn't been like amazing. So. If they keep him like that, I think we'll be fine. Same thing, you know, mix his own with the man. I think they'll be fine. So the number one game plan is stop the run first and force Alex Smith to pass? Or... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm so, I sound so down because I'm, I am I just still haven't recovered fully from the, the, so. Minnesota, the Minnesota beating. Okay, hold up. Let me try. Let me try again. Hold up. Malcolm, now what would you do on this Sunday? <sighs> All right. Now, this is going to the negative because you already told me what you, what you would want to do. So I should have actually waited I, I, for that. I already, know, I already know the same bullshit we're going to see, man. The same bullshit. But, I mean, this week I think it's actually going to work because this is not a really – this is not a good football team. So, yeah, they're going to come out with their three – the three-four package in the front and in, in the first two quarter, uh, first two downs. Um, they're going to stop the run and then when in second and long or third and long – um, they're gonna bring out their pass rush package. It's the same bullshit. We're gonna see it, but this week is actually gonna look solid because Washington is not a good football team. So mm-hmm. that, that's that's what we're gonna see. Okay. What about you, Pierre? What do you see the Lions doing this Sunday? And what would you do if you have something to counter? Um, them? I what I would do is I would uh, I would try to stop the run first, make him one dimensional. Alex Smith. I mean, he hasn't played in a while. He wasn't good when he played last week, like I said. And then what Malcolm said, like. Mixed zone with man, but I'd actually blitz more too, because they have a good like they have a solid O line. So I blitz. See what see what happens. Um, I, I don't know if Patricia and Umblin will blitz, but I blitz just kind of confuse Alex Smith a little bit. Alex Smith is a vet; he's seen it all. Yeah. He's just kind of rusty, you know. He's been hurt; he hasn't played in a while. So, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm right on foot with both of you guys. Stop the run. And make Alex Smith the passer. I mean, Alex Smith, like you mentioned, is a veteran quarterback who's seen it all. But, I mean, he hasn't played football, like, at a consistent level in a, in a minute. Like, yeah, he's gotten a few snaps here and there since being back. Like, when they played the Giants last week when Kyle Allen got hurt with the ankle injury, he stepped in. They didn't look too hot. And he also stepped in. I forgot who exactly. It might have been. Baltimore. It was somewhere during the midway through the season. Kyle Allen got hurt, and Alex Smith stepped in. I want to say it was versus Baltimore, but don't quote. Or it might have been the Rams. One of those. It games. was last week, wasn't it? No, last no, week? I know that. No, he stepped in again because Kyle Allen got hurt before 
I believe it was the Rams game. It was during the Lions bye week. I was watching Red Zone. He came in the game, and his wife was scared shitless, which is understandable after you know, you know, he has an amazing story how he's back on the field. Obviously, yeah, it's pretty so, impressive. No, very impressive. I mean, I gave him so much props. Not many people are doing what he's doing. You know, getting out of that. You know that injury he suffered. Most guys are just retiring after that point. So yeah. I, I I respect the fuck out of Alex Smith. He's a beast. I don't give a shit what he does this Sunday or what he does the rest of the way. He could throw 50 picks on Sunday. I wouldn't care. I still respect the hell out of him just being on the field um, after the injury he suffered. But, no, I'm with you guys. Uh, I like the blitzing idea, too, this week. You know, send him some, you know, different looks. Send some uh, corner blitzes. Maybe just send some more guys. Make him a little confused and, you know, maybe get some bad passes. Antonio Gibson has been okay for them, but like um, Malcolm was mentioning, he hasn't been like phenomenal. He's not Delvin Cook. He's not Elvin Kamara. I mean, he's he's a solid running back, but uh, I mean, he's not like some amazing guy that's you know gonna yeah. kill you. But that's my game plan to stop in the run first, and like Pierre mentioned, make him one dimensional and make Alex Smith the passer. And yeah, they have some okay receiver. They have a very good receiver, Terry McLaurin. So that's gonna be difficult. But you know. I think stopping the run is the biggest priority this week for the Lions on defense. And then, like, we didn't really mention this, but J.D. McKissick, they like to go to him a lot, too, in the passing game. So uh, we obviously know what he could do. He's a good receiver out of the backfield. We just – Collins Collins need to bounce back this week. You know, he was kind of bad against Dalvin Cook. He needs to bounce back this week. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, let me ask a question. Are you guys a little bit – just a little bit worried that Alex Alex Smith could, like, click – and probably like shred our defense in pieces. I'm always worried about that. Like whenever we play a quarterback, but I mean he's kind of rusty, man. He's it's really possible. rusty. We make we make bad quarterbacks look good. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. The thing uh, is, with Alex Smith. He's he, he's he, I think I think he's just rusty. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. No, he's yeah. Bad, I, I, I think I, Alex Smith is still very accurate. Could be very accurate. A lot of the picks that he threw, because he threw three picks last week, a lot of them came from just tip passes, just, just bounce off the receiver's hand and then into the defender's hand. So I don't think he's bad. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if he lit us up. You know, all no. he really has technically is Terry McLaurin. I mean, the other guy last week, he did well, was it? Cam I wouldn't Sims? be shocked if he dinked and doinked us from quarter one to quarter four, bro. They don't really have much though. Like they don't have a lot of weapons though. That's to dink and doink, to, I mean, to to check it down to McKistick, to check it down to Gibson, to just check it down all the way from quarter one to quarter four. That wouldn't shock the hell out of me. Then you adjust. You could play like a cover two or something. I mean, I mean, this is this is actually a game where I see the Lions like having like one of their games where they force turnovers and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I actually, they can't. I, they can't. They can't blow this game, man. They can't. <laughs> they can't. I we'll mean, see what they do. I was telling Pierre before the year, like, yeah, we always want the Lions to win, and like, you know how we called out that caller a couple of weeks ago because like it was still a big part of the season. But like, honestly, if they lose this game, they can't blow this game. It's not. It's it's. I. Could it's I a say, really bad look for the coaching staff. That's could I say, say. It's a, could I say it's a better case scenario if they lose this game rather than they win? No, I mean, I mean, we're looking at right. draft position. You, yeah, you can say that. that, that position, getting yeah. these bumps out, just starting over. But they're not firing. Like they're not firing these guys. But this is what I told you guys. I think I said firing this on text to you guys last week. I didn't say it on air, but I texted you guys this. Um. If you hire Braden Coombs as your interim head coach, right, and then the next coach comes in, 
would he leave because he's not the coach? Like, would he stay as the coordinator or will he go oh, to another well, opportunity? Well, then, 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 you then, could, you then hire Tyler. Lose, you could technically lose Braden Coombs. No, you then could. Hire, hire that, Tyler. That could happen with any coaching staff. You could lose any coach. I mean, they might want no, to bring but like, the guys. Thing is, but like, if you promote him, I'm saying, which he 100% deserves it. Yeah, but then like, say say like they don't really interview him or they don't give him a shot at the actual head coach. Say they do well with him as interim and like whatever, or they, they don't do well, whatever. But like if he doesn't get that job, we've seen a lot of interim coaches not remain on the staff. They says, leave the year after. Who says it would be Brandon Coom coach? Yeah, it could be Tyler. Who no, I mean, like, Let's I mean, be honest, like, who deserves it the most, though? It, I mean, it could just Robert be someone you know, it, it could literally just be someone just for the year and they know they have no, you know, connection long term with them so they're like just take over for the year and that's it like if it's daryl bevel it's daryl bevel and then he's gone after next year like you remember when the browns fired hugh jackson it was just greg williams he he didn't get a bigger role after he was still a defensive coordinator he just went to the jets instead or, or that's can... what i'm saying you don't want to lose coombs though like... but he could always return back to his role it's not like it's you know the first time we would ever see it i don't know that's a thing it's just something I, to, like, I really, I mean, he's, to be aware he's, of. I mean, Braden Coombs, as phenomenal he's been this year, I don't think Braden Coombs just has that luxury where he's just going to get like a, a great and job, you know. If, especially, if he does, especially if he doesn't do well. If he does well, that's different. He, yeah, that's well, different. That's if but then they they, fire them. But they're not I'm going, just, though. They're not going to. Yeah, I don't know. We're, 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 talking, we're talking about the four tier. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be mean, until Thanksgiving. I really do. I'm um, just saying. They only know about they only know about manufacturing cars and shit. They they I'll, this is this is just all right, all right, all right. too a, hard for them right a, now. A loss to a football the loss to the football team at home to Alex Smith. I mean that's embarrassing. Oh, the Lions are at home this week. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> does it matter? I mean, does it matter? I mean, yeah, home away, home away. it's been October twenty seventh since their last one at home. Yeah, it's been over a year. Yeah, I think I mean the, I think the fans make a difference. It make it make it makes a huge difference. It does, yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. It, if you lose to the football team, I think it, it gets interesting. What get interesting? What get interesting? What about Patricia's job? Yeah, he's gonna it's gonna be the same shit. He's gonna get fired in off season. But they're like, not gonna fire. They're you, not gonna fire. You guys this make guy. it seem like the Forts have never made a midseason fire before. Yeah, uh, what's it called, Martha? Mayhew was a midseason fire. Yeah, Martha that's a GM. Did. Martha did it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't believe the in shit. Right like, you, but you had more faith in Mar- Martha. They're all the same shit. What does it matter? <laughs> no, Martha. When she came, like her first, like when she first came, like she was like, she was like ready to just fire the shit out of everybody. Yeah, there was like a there was like a beat writer saying she was riding around her golf course. Honestly, <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I, but uh, Sheila, like Sheila, hasn't done shit. Sheila, I mean, like, come on, I, man. Let's just like, be patient with Sheila. She literally just took over the team. Let's see what she does. I'm waiting until the off season. Because I, 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 I think we're you guys are looking at this wrongly. You guys are acting like Sheila just took over the team. She maybe technically just took over the team. I I, I think she's had a way bigger say. Well, than look, I'm gonna wait her credit. The, I'm gonna yeah. wait who she hires because we already probably know and they know. Like these two guys are done, right? Let's see who she hires. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think Sheila Ford has had a big say in bringing Matt Patricia. Like, I don't think she just came in all along, had nothing to do with the organization. This is Martha's team. No, I think Sheila Ford has had a big say of what's been going on with this football team. I think all the uh, have. She I did. Just, it's she all did, this, I just, I just, I just don't see shit. her. I just don't see her coming and saying, "All right, guys, Bob Quinn, Patricia, you guys get the fuck out." I don't see her doing that shit. I don't. I just don't see her doing it right now. If she didn't do it last week after being 
demolished by Dalvin Cook? <laughs> why why would you wait to this week? I mean, um, I think they they don't want to admit that retaining him was wrong. First of all, because that makes him look bad, right? If they fire him now, two is like, who's your replacement? We talked about this. Like Bevel has done crap. I, the replacement Unplanned doesn't matter. Done well, Braden Coombs, you don't want to lose him. Um, I I personally would do Coombs, but you don't want to lose him, right? So so what do you do? I don't think the replacement matters at all, honestly. I don't really give a shit who the replacement is. It's just making a statement, making a move. You're not the head coach of this team, and we're serious about this. That's all it is. It doesn't really matter who it is because this season's already a lost cause. So, I mean, if I was Sheila Ford, if I was an owner of this team, I would have made a statement to let the fan to, to at least, at least, if they fired somebody already, they'd have made us. You know, they'll they'll one be on the fan side because they know the fans want these motherfuckers out of here. So you already make a statement that that you're on the fan side and you care about the team. I already got rid of Bob Quinn. That's all. If you if they would have if last week they fired Bob Quinn, that would have put a sign to everybody that oh shit. You know they're about to fire everybody. We need to get our shit together. I don't even but remember last. The, the, the ownership did. The ownership didn't. Doesn't even. They didn't do anything. They even make a statement. Like I, I don't. I don't know what. Like do you even hear from these motherfuckers? I, I don't hear from nobody. I mean, when's the last time you hear from Bob Quinn? You only hear him from draft season, like the end of the year, and that's about it. Like he doesn't talk. And we need know. we need more statements from these guys to show that they care. Because right now it just seems no, like it just no. seems like none of them gives a shit. Like they just sitting back watching it, and it's like, oh, we just got destroyed by Delvin Cook and Kirk Cousins. They're oh, Delvin Cook just put up two hundred yards on us. They're probably still flattering over Matt Patricia's game ball that they gave him during practice one day. Really? <laughs> let's talk about yeah, the defense, yeah, and then we yeah, can see the yeah, yeah, let's, let's go into the defense, bro. Let's take a commercial break first. Let's take, let's take a quick commercial. All right. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there's no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides you powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsor jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely results in higher, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed's going to give you the important hire you need, just like they have over the 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going an extra mile to make sure you get every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. 
You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship features all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget, use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, we are back. And just to you know, bring up why we're talking about all this, I'm just saying a loss to the Washington football team, it could be significant. That's just me. Long story short, I don't it know. Is, it's just embarrassing. It'll be embarrassing. It'll yeah. look really bad. It's like I think they're the third worst team behind um, the Jets and, and the Jets and the Jaguars. Maybe Jaguars, yeah. Giants? Giants have shown like little like here and there, little sort of. But yeah. I, I just think Washington is the third worst team in the league. We, we lose to them. It doesn't look good. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but the crazy thing is that this team is still only a game and half away from hosting a playoff game at home. Yeah, hey. Lucky them. Which is wild. <laughs> which is I wild. mean, they could be lucky, but like, bro, like, they're, they're probably going to lose. Whoever, like, they have Dallas host probably. that. Or if, like, whoever. Probably. <laughs> probably yeah, right. lose. All right, I'm going to get into uh, their defense. Um, this is from left to right, their defensive line. So most likely against the left tack will be Montez Sweat. That's Tyler's boy. He's having a good year this year. Five sacks. He's good against the run. 29 pressures. Pretty good. Uh, Jonathan Allen, he's their defensive tackle. Beast. He has two sacks from the interior, 18 pressures. He's like decent against the run. He's good. Uh, Deron Payne, this is more like their run stuffer. These are uh, Malcolm's he has a, boys. Bama he has boys. A half, all he Bama's, has 16 yeah. pressures, though. Like, this guy has 16 These pressures. These are all first-round picks. And this is how you build a team. This is how you build a team. Those three, guys you, those three guys you just mentioned, and you yeah. go to the fourth guy. Those are four, four first-round picks, but just keep going, man. Their, their fourth guy, uh, Chase Young, three-and-a-half sacks, 17 pressures. He's also good against the run. Um, three-and-a-half sacks are actually kind of low for him. That's because he's he missed some time, so just putting that out there. Chase Young has been really good. Um, their backup defense tackles, Tim Settle, three sacks. Matt Ayadonis, uh, one-and-a-half sack. And then their backup edges, Brian Anderson and Ryan Kerrigan. Anderson's not doing well, but Kerrigan has four-and-a-half sacks. So... I mean, even their backups could probably start for other teams. They're pretty good. Probably. Their backups will be our leading pressure guy if they were on our team. Uh, stable. All right. Um, let's get into their Will, Mike, and Sam. Will linebacker Kevin Pierre-Lewis. He's okay in coverage. He's not good as a run defender. John Boss, you guys remember him? The Mike yeah, linebacker. We traded tra- yeah. tra- tra- a seventh-round pick for him. Yeah, he's not good. Um their Sam linebacker, Cole Holcomb, he's been good in the limited snaps that he's played. Um, I think they might be leaning more towards him because he's played well. We'll see when they go into nickel. They use Bostic, and we'll see if Holcomb will play more. Uh, at corner, Ronald Darby's actually having a solid year, like a solid bounce-back year. He's not bad. Uh, Kendall Fuller, he's been playing really good. Um, he's been targeted 22 times. He's only allowed 10 receptions. Dude is playing like one of the best corners right now. He's playing really well. Uh, Jimmy Moreland. Their nickel guy, he's okay, too. He's not that bad. Um, he's been targeted 34 times, about 24 receptions. Their safeties, uh, they're, they're not good in coverage. Um, free safety, Deshaun Everett, he's good in run defense. And then strong safety, Cameron Curl, he's not good in either category. So, yeah, they got good corners. Their safeties are not that good. Their linebackers are decent, and their D-line is one of the best in all of football. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure majority of the NFL hates Sean Bostic right now because that man almost ended Andy Dalton's career. I don't know if you guys saw that. Very dirty hit to Andy Dalton in the head. I did see that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Now back on topic. Not talking about John Bostic. But your Lions offense, your Daryl Bevel. Wait, can I say one more thing, though? No, you uh, can't. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, gonna you're going to Okay. Well, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I guess you already talked. Okay. They're 23rd against the run and first against the pass. Okay. So that's interesting. First against the pass. But, okay. So they're you first, made... They're first against the pass? Yeah, that's interesting. Yep. I, I didn't know that. They're pretty good. The pass rushing corners, you know, I mean. I mean, yeah, you're able to put pressure. I mean, those guys, they don't have a lot of hype. So I wish this was a game we had Kenny Galladay, but. And we might be missing Hawk this game, too. That would suck. Anyways, um, so you're Daryl Bevel. What are you doing yep. here? Um, I try to run the ball. They're 23rd against the run, but I don't do the run, run, pass bullshit. Like I try to like mix it up with a, with uh, with Swift and carry on. Maybe take AP a little out. That's what I would personally do. But I know he's loyal to him, and I know AP wants to make a statement against Washington. I know AP is going to get some carries, so. That's that's what personally I would do, but I think he's gonna do AP and Swift and carry on. I just kind of roll with Swift and carry on. So you're looking at receivers. Which receiver are you expect to have a big day? Um. Well, this is the quick passing game. So if Hawk plays, Hawkinson obviously. If he doesn't play, Jesse James or the tight. Who's that tight end again? That Hunter Bryant. Hunter Bryant or not? Yeah, if, if he's ready, if he's activated, um, Hunter Bryant could be huge for them. Um. DeAndre, so this is a quick passing game because these guys will get to you. So you got to utilize a quick passing game. And then if you want to throw deep, max protection. So, I mean, the O-line, our O-line has been bad the past couple weeks for whatever reason. They haven't been that good. And it's kind of concerning when you have these guys coming up. Yeah. And then, so you're short passing. I'm assuming Danny Amendola is also part of that plan. Cephas is a pretty good too. Cephas is a good possession receiver. I mean, that's what he's known for: his route running, his possession skills. Yeah, you want to get it. You going to get your guys in space. Um, get rid of the ball fast. That's okay. yeah. So for our, our fantasy football starters, without Kenny Galladay, is Marvin Jones worth the start? Um, I, I don't like to get fancy advice. I, I don't do that. That's up to you, Malcolm. You're a fan. You're a Marvin Jones no. owner. Are you? You're not starting Marvin Jones. Absolutely not. No. Okay. Absolutely okay. not. So you Marvin Jones fantasy owners do not start Marvin Jones. <laughs> no. I think per, one per guy, Marvin. if if he's playing, you should start. I'll give you two guys. If they're playing, you should start. Would be Amendola and Hawkinson. If Hawk is playing, per, per the guy who like, says, per the guy who says, I do not give fantasy. Yeah. Advice. And 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 and, and, <laughs> well, and I just and, thought and, about it. And, and per the guy that almost told me to bench Marvin Jones when he had four touchdowns against Xavier Rhodes last year, which I stuck with my gut and started Marvin Jones. Thank God. No, but he's on to something, though. Those two guys you did mention, I have them having pretty big games if they play. Yeah, yeah. Hawkinson is like a thing to watch. We'll see if he practices tomorrow. Um, just because like those are the guys that Stafford probably trusts the most, right? I mean, we saw last week he went to Amendola a lot. He didn't go to Cephas that many times. Um, when Kenny Galladay's not out there, he likes he goes to Hawk and Dola. So, and then Swift in the passing game as well. But I don't know if I would start Swift because I just don't know what their rotation. It's kind of like you can't predict the rotations. Yeah. So you're looking at last week's defense versus Minnesota. You're looking at this week's defense in Washington. Which defense do you give the edge to? 
Who's a better defense? Yes. Oh, no doubt. It's Washington. Washington's one of the best defenses in all football right now. You so, see? I mean, they have a good front. Linebackers are sus. Yes. Corner, corners are playing well. Safeties are sus. So, yeah, but like, I, I, they're still I, pretty good, bro. I, mean, I, would, I would say they're average. Yeah, I mean, I, if it was me, I'll just run, on, I'll run all over them. I mean, they, they're not good against the run at all. I mean, last week against the, the Giants, they gave up a total of 166 yards on the ground against the Giants. And Goddard just averages like seven, seven yards of carry. <laughs> seven yards of carry on them. I mean, it, once you get past that front four, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like you're going to Disneyland. Yeah, the, linebackers was, are not, the linebackers are not good. Yeah, and who was it, Wayne Goldman running? Yeah. Um, Wayne Goldman, he was averaging 4.9, but then um, Morris, he averaged 7.4 yards on them. So, uh, Alfred, so Morris? Alfred Morris, seven point yard, four yards per carry on them, bro. Wow. So, I, I didn't um, even know he was still playing. I didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, here's like their fifth in yards and 11th in points. So, um, well, Detroit is 24th in yards and 28th in points, like allowed. So, like defensively. Yeah, so, they, they're pretty good, bro. They're better defense and they're far better defense than ours. Our, our defense is complete ass. I mean, we, I mean, we, if they you know win, defense not good. <laughs> I, I haven't really watched them, but I think their two wins probably came from their defense. That's what I'm guessing. The Philly game, I mean, that's was was a mix of both. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then I'm trying to think who was the other one. I know Philly was their week one win. Did they be Dallas? They beat Dallas. It was a oh, Dallas, Dallas a disaster. That was, yeah. that, that was that was the game that John Boston cracked Andy Dalton and Antonio Gibson ran all over them. So that was. Yeah, they're, I mean, they didn't give, like, any points to the Cowboys, so the Cowboys' offense is just not an yeah, NFL. Yeah, yeah their, their offense wasn't, wasn't, wasn't alive. It was just... That's an yeah. NFL offense. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think the only thing that will give Detroit Lions trouble is if Detroit Lions go out and try to pass and Stafford holds the ball too long and then gets eaten up by the front four. I think, that's what, I think that will cause this Lions team to lose. You yeah. just got to... You got to get rid of the ball fast, and Stafford just—he has to make better decisions too. Just, just run the ball. These guys can't stop the run. Right, I'm saying like when they pass the ball, you you got to make it quick, and you if you run real, the ball, you got to make it real quick because they yeah, can have to be quick. Ball, you run the ball, play action will work really effectively because those linebackers they bite. They're not they're not that good like we talked about. Man, we'll that's why. Happens. Yeah, that's why it will be a big a big game for Hawk if he if he plays. If yep. not, you should still probably get your tight ends involved. You still pay Jesse James. Um, you know, he's a competent tight end still. And then if Hunter Bryant's activated, we'll see. Um, we'll, see. we'll see how that goes. So, I gotta yeah. see it to believe it. I can't I'm not betting no money on Jesse James. No, he's the, most, the most catches he has in a game is two. The Lions, yeah. The thing is with Hunter Bryant, what's impressive is he was an undrafted rookie. He got hurt in camp. They still didn't release him, they kept him. He got hurt again, they still kept him. So they probably like him a lot, his upside. So maybe we could see some flashes this week if he plays. Um, he has good speed, good size. We'll see. He's one of those athletic tight ends, if you guys remember correctly. He's like yep, he is. He's like that Irv Smith, Evan Ingram, Ebron style tight end. You know, he's almost like another receiver out there. I liked him a lot. I honestly coming out. I was very excited when we picked him up as undrafted free agent of Washington. So I would actually be very intrigued to watch him this Sunday. You know, that's a guy. You know. I'm not, you know, betting on or promise like saying he's got this, you know, big ceiling. But right. it's, a guy, it's a guy that maybe sticks around and you know, 
just a solid football player in your team and a solid tight end in general. So, I mean, as an undrafted guy, it is what it is. You know, you can only expect for so much, but. Oh, oh, yeah. And another thing is to watch is Mohamed Sanu. They protected him this week. He could be promoted on Saturday at four. So just something to watch there. 4, 4 p.m. He's also more of a possession wide receiver. So, I mean, it gives Starfield another target. That's good. Other thing to watch. Yeah. We don't know how much he has left in the tank. I just don't know. We'll see. He didn't look very, he didn't look very good in San Fran when he had the opportunity this year. No, but sometimes like a change of scenery oh, or like getting released helps. He didn't look good that good either with New England last year when they traded a second for him. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. All right. You guys want to do our predictions? Sure. Yeah, jump into All predictions, right. bro. Let's cue the Fox music. All right, baby. Let's read off the record. Pierre is in last place with a two and five record. Yucky, yucky, yucky. I just, I say something. My record might no, suck, but I picked. Shut up. <laughs> but I've picked um, against like other teams. I've done other picks things, and I've been pretty good like around the league. The lines are just hard to freaking predict. Well, I'm having a hard time. I'm over 500 when I pick around the league, but the Lions are just like, they're hard, bro. I don't even know what the hell they do. Like, man, Patricia, get your shit together, bro. All right, Pierre's 2-5. and five. Very sucky record. Worse than the Lions. Malcolm yep. and the listeners are tied at 3-5. and five. We know why they're 3-5, and five, but they're 3-5, and five, and I'm on top of the standings. With the 5-3 and three record, I was the only one to pick up a win last Sunday because I chose the Vikings to beat the Lions. Malcolm, I'll start off with you this week. Who you got this week and what's your bold prediction? So this is the thing. If the, if the Detroit Lions are playing any other team right now, like any other team, probably even if, even if they're playing the Giants. But I just think it's, I just think it's, it's impossible. I don't think they, they could physically lose this game. Like, I, I think even when they try to lose this game, I think they still will come out with the win. That's how bad the, that's how bad the Washington football team is. So I do have the Lions winning. I think they're gonna look impressive. I think some of the fans might try to come back on board, but I'm just gonna tell you guys, this is not it. <laughs> this is not the game to to jump back wow. on, on 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 board. Um, they're gonna look good. I think they're gonna look good. They're playing Alex Smith, and they're not. They don't have a really good running game. They're they're just below average everywhere except their D line. I mean, you can say the cornerbacks are pretty good, but they, I have the Lions winning. Um, I'll say twenty-four ten. That was so unlike Malcolm. A Lions win, which doesn't mean anything if they win. Wow, damn. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this this is not it. This is not the game because they're just so bad that the, the Lions are going to look really, really, really good against this bad team. But my bold prediction is that Adrian Peterson is going to have. 100 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. Dang, yeah. that's pretty bold. Yeah, very bold. Yeah. All right. I'll also choose the Lions to win this week, 24-14. to 14. And I thought Malcolm summed it up pretty well. I think the Lions are not necessarily going to look very good in this game, but they're just going to be good enough to beat the football team. And if you guys want to take a throwback Thursday, a game I'll compare this to, in 2017 when the Lions played the Cleveland Browns. A very sucky Cleveland Browns team. The Lions didn't look very good the first three quarters and just really turned it on the fourth quarter. Just kind of was just the Browns being very bad and the Lions just won the game. I could kind of see a similar type game in this one with the Lions and football team. So 
choose alliance win 24 to 14 so a 10 point win and my bold prediction in this game will be the lions will force three plus turnovers in this game okay All right. uh, yeah yeah I also had the Lions winning, but like you guys have it kind of like well, I've had a really close game, twenty to seventeen. I think it's gonna be kind of like one of those defensive, nasty kind of games. Um, and then my bold predictions: they're gonna hold the Washington's offense to only two hundred yards. Okay, there you go. All right, Pierre, man, come and clutch with the bold prediction, man. Like a realistic bold prediction. That's what I'm talking about, that's, Pierre. That's not that realistic. It's pretty hard to hold an offense. To it, it is. It, it is real hard, but yeah, shit, it could happen in. I like I like I like it I like the I like the bold prediction. It's like a realistic it's a realistic bold prediction for Pierre. I I'll say you know what I I like the bold prediction Pierre. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right, if you guys want to partic- participate as well, you guys can go on the Product Podcast Instagram page, and on Saturday, you got all you have to do is click on what team you think is gonna win this game, and it's as simple as that as casting a vote we go with the popular vote so example let's say you're 60 percent vote lions 40 percent vote football team then your vote is cast as the lions winning the game vice versa then you get you guys get the point i don't know why i'm going in depth and explaining this but yeah it's as easy as that also also on twitter as well man yes on twitter as well so yeah. if you guys want to go on and twitter at the pride podcast yeah we're just going to combine it and see what's cool we'll see what happens yeah so more work for malcolm soon Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, guys. On that note, hope you guys all enjoyed this episode of the Pride Podcast. If you guys could go on iTunes and Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review on this yep. podcast, it helps out so much getting into yep. other Lions fans' feed. Yep. So on that note, hope you guys all enjoyed again, and I'm out. Peace. All right, guys. Appreciate all the support, and I'm yep. out. Peace. Yep. All right, guys. It's your boy, Malcolm. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'm out. Peace. Go Lions. Four words on the field. Don't sing. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.